Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello and welcome to our next episode together where we are going to deep dive into the topic of designing your dream business. Now you already know this is one of my favorite topics. I love talking about personal development. I love talking about business and I love talking about writing because I believe that these are fabulous ways for us to express who we are and fulfill our purpose and business is a significant part of this. Now you know that I started out in business very young. So I was 19 years old when I first became self-employed. It's been, I think, more than 14 years since I had a job now, which is quite incredible. But I have been doing what I love and serving people and sharing my purpose and being who I am for such a long time and using my business as a vehicle to fulfill my calling on the planet. And this is what I want for you. So you know for me that I started out networking and entrepreneur networks, I was still just a teenager at the time. I'd already studied personal development and I started to help entrepreneurs to produce their content. So that included editing a Hay House bestseller for Dr. John D. Martini. I used to write articles and then my business journey unfolded from that point where I started to write books. I started to do mentoring and training and that led to everything that I've now achieved in business. And it's really shown me and taught me that business is truly an extraordinary platform that gives us two different types of freedom. One of those is the freedom of income because it allows us to earn, if we have the right business model, as much money as we would like. And that means being able to earn whatever you consider to be enough, whether that is $100,000 a year or a million dollars a year or more. Now, it's also incredible because it gives us the second type of freedom, which is the best one, I think, which is the ability to be ourself in the world. It is that opportunity to merge your heart and your work and to truly use your business as a platform for your purpose, as a way to share what is inside your heart with the world and to create the life that you desire along the way. So in this episode, we are going to dive deep into business by designing what your dream business might look like in more detail. And how we're going to do this is by first exploring what I think are the first three significant steps that you would take if you're designing your business. And I just want to say that right now you might be brand new, like the new kid on the block when it comes to your business and you're thinking, okay, I want to start to make a plan so I can leave my job. That's perfect. These three steps will help with that. But you also may be in a time right now where you are redesigning and you're in a time of transition between one phase of your business and the next one. That's okay too, because as we cycle through the different phases of our business growth, we go from one phase to the next or one stage to the next. We do then eventually come back to our foundations where we will revisit these three steps and use that as our solid ground to build on. So wherever you are at right now is completely fine regarding your business journey. So we're going to cover these three steps and then we're going to talk about three essential guidelines that I find incredibly important when it comes to not only designing, but growing that dream business. So let's dive in and we're going to start with step number one, 
that if somebody comes to me and they say, I want to design a business, I've decided that I don't want to work a job. I want that freedom of income. I want that freedom to be myself. The first place that I would start is to ask them what they love, what you love and what is inside your heart, what it is that you care about most is the most important, powerful, transformative key that you could ever have to a great business and not just a business that kind of bumbles along and does okay and has kind of peaks and troughs in cash flow, but a business that truly makes a thriving, uh, thriving income, but makes a great difference on the planet at the same time by helping the people that you want to help. And we need to access what is inside your heart in order to have this power active in our business. In other words, we need to start with you. Now, you might remember in one of my earlier episodes, I talked about the three keys to really defining the dream career, and they were to list out everything that you love to do, and then to very simply identify of everything on that list, what would you love to share with other people? Now, wherever that overlap is between what you love and what you would love to help other people with, that's where the seed of your dream business exists. This is what you would love to do. So very simple example just a refresher on this. I love to write. And then of course I ended up being paid to write. I've also been paid to teach people how to write in terms of books and putting those together. We made, I think more than a million dollars just on publishing books alone. So I made a lot of revenue and served a lot of people by packaging my gift of writing. I also have inspired people and been paid to do personal mentoring and keynote speaking and to write inspirational content. So this is the thing is that we're taking what I love most and you build your business around that because if you don't really love it, if this doesn't light you up and you don't feel ignited or inspired at the thought of being able to share that with the world, then you're going to run into a ton of obstacles that are probably going to defeat you on your business journey. So this is why step number one is to work out what you love. It's to ask yourself inside your heart, what would I love to share with the world? What would I love to do every day? And just open your mind to the possibilities of what that business might look like. There are infinite amount of opportunities if we're creative and persistent when it comes to defining our dream business, but we need to open our mind and let go of any cynicism or skepticism about it in order to uncover those possibilities. So first and foremost is to remind yourself what's in your heart. Ask yourself those challenging questions and get those answers that are worth their weight in gold because they will be the key to your business. So what's beautiful is that I can say the things I love today that are, that were the foundation of my business like 16, 17 years ago, still the same today, except now I also love business because I've been in business for so long. Ultimately, what I love is people fulfilling their purpose, living an extraordinary life. I love seeing people lit up from the inside, achieving their goals. That's what I'm about. It's still the same as it was when I first started out. It just got deeper and maybe even stronger ever since I first started out. So that's the first key is understanding what is in your heart and what you would love to build your business around. Now, step number two is to to reflect on your income goal. And this is very simply, what would you love to be paid to make your difference in the world? So to share what you love with humanity, to help people to overcome their problems to help them to achieve a certain outcome, how much do you personally want to take home from the business? Now, this is vital because I see too many coaches, healers, speakers absolutely struggling financially, and yet they're almost altruistically helping other people. So there's not enough cash flow there to sustain them or even to help them to build the wealth that they want to build. 
And so it's important for you right off the bat to ask yourself, not just what you love and what you want to build your business around, but to ask yourself, how much do I want to earn and set that goal right up front. Now, as a general rule, when it comes to setting an income goal, first, I would think about what you want in your bank account on a weekly or a monthly basis. This means money that is after tax. So this is your net pay. It's what you would take home. And this should provide everything that you need and want in your life. So your wealth building goals, time or things with family, your home, your bills, expenses, lifestyle. And you may need to grab a pen and paper and start to list out the different categories that you need cash flow for. So what do you need it for? Do you need it to buy a car? Do you need this? How much do you want to spend on your health every month? So we need to calculate this out and have a very clear picture of how much money you want in your bank account. Now, one way that you can also work that out is to look at how much money you're currently being paid or what you're currently receiving on a week to week or a month to month basis, figure out how much you're short by. So maybe you're, you feel that you're about maybe a thousand dollars a week short of where you'd like to be. That can also give you a bit of guidance on how to set that income goal. Now, when it comes to translating that income goal into business, my general rule of thumb if you are going to do a business that um, has a quite a healthy profit margin, so like coaching, training programs, my general rule is to take that income goal and then double it to get your revenue goal. So your revenue goal being your gross goal of the gross revenue goal that you want for your business. So for example, your business generates and receives $200,000 a year in the bank, in your company account, and you pay yourself $100,000 from that every year. So that's just a rough estimate. Generally speaking, that's just a rough guideline that I use. Um, now my business is quite profitable. I'm able to do that. No problem. About 50% of everything I make comes out of the business and I can keep it. There's also extra money in the business with profit that I can use. Now, of course, now the reason we double it, by the way, is to factor in things like tax, to factor in expenses, paying for team, paying for software, anything that you need for your business. Now, that percentage might be slightly different for you, depending on what kind of business you want to run. You need to know your numbers. So I say for me, I just, I, as a general rule of thumb, I double it. But you'll also need to think if you're going into a business that is highly product based and you want your business to be about product, then the likelihood of you being able to just take 50% out is probably going to be quite low. So you will need to think about your numbers. It's a little bit left brain, but it's so vitally important because we need to have a plan for you right from day one so that you don't become a starving artist. I don't believe that you deserve that. You deserve so much more than that. I just find for a lot of people that I work with, a lot of my clients and customers and people who follow my work, they are coaches or healers or trainers or speakers in some capacity. And so generally speaking, they can set an income goal and then simply double it to get a revenue goal. So you can go into as much detail as you would like to use whatever process works for you. But we do need to know what your income goal is going to be. So step one is to work out your heart, what, what you love for your business. The second one is to set that income goal. And the third one, and the third step is to now think about how you're going to offer things to the world. So in other words, what are you going to offer? So you'll think about two, two things particularly. One will be services. The other one will be products. And these are the two categories that I usually uh, help people through. But pretty much every business will fall into one of those categories, no matter what industry it is. It's either going to be a product-based business where they sell a product or products over and over. 
or it's going to be more of a service-based business like coaching or being a lawyer. They're all service-based businesses. So think about which one you feel drawn to. A service-based business, by the way, could be that you have an app that you develop and that you sell and launch. That could be a service. It's kind of borderlining on being a product, but ultimately you're providing a service because the app is the actual service. But then you have things like product where you might want to, for example, like sell a book or sell a health product over and over again. So start to think about this for yourself. How are you going to fulfill your purpose and share your gifts with the world? So are you going to use products? Are you going to use services? Now, commonly the people that I work with will use a combination of five different things. One is that they'll do one-on-one coaching. So there's some kind of element of them working with people on a one-on-one basis, whether that's doing personal training or whether it is doing emotional healing processes. I actually do one-on-one mentoring as well. I usually work in the space of business book writing and um, personal mentoring. So I love my one-on-ones. They form a beautiful uh, part of what I do. And I love that. You also find that my clients will use programs. So programs meaning live retreats, online courses, self-study courses, anything that could be considered, could be considered a program, either live or pre-recorded. Speaking is another one. So keynote speaking and training, then product. So product meaning like we were talking about earlier, maybe a health product, packs of crystals, meditation cards, oracle cards, meditation recordings, whatever can be bought and delivered without any one-on-one time or live time involved in that. And then the fifth category is around books, which technically could fit in under products. But because I work with so many authors, we usually split it out and say, okay, you're also going to have a book or a series of books that goes hand in hand with your brand. So this is to give you some ideas about how do you want to share your service of love with the world? What do you want to offer that you would love to offer that would light you up? Some people love doing a lot of one-on-one. They live for it. Other people want to just be a bit more removed. They want to become maybe an influencer on social media, but they just want to sell products and that's completely fine. But start to ask yourself this question, like, am I going to produce music? Is it going to be art? Am I going to teach people how to cook? Do I want to facilitate epic transformational group experience? You know, what would I love to do most? And I think it's important here to remember that the possibilities truly are endless. And it's so crucial for designing our dream business that we be creative with how we package and offer what we do and find the pathway that feels right for us, which sometimes means trying and testing different things to figure out what you love most. I have packaged and sold and offered and I guess served people with my purpose in many, 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 many different ways over the last 16 plus years, everything from coaching to keynote speaking to writing. I've been paid up to like more than a thousand dollars for a page of my writing at times. I've sold word document templates for books. I've sold other planners like life planners or business planners. I've run retreats. I've done sponsorship, advertising, you know, book projects, publishing, online programs. I have packaged what I've done and my purpose in so many different ways that it's shown me that possibilities really are endless. The next thing for us is to remember we do need to be creative and to not give up on this. You need to believe in your heart that you truly can find the dream business, the business that lights you up on every level that you love immensely. So these are the three steps I usually start with whenever we're designing a dream business. One is what do you love? Two, how much would you love to earn personally out of your business? And threes, what are you going to offer to the world that is going to open up that channel of financial abundance to flow into your life? Now, I'd said I would also cover off some guidance on designing. So you can take out pen and paper, follow those three steps and just start brainstorming. Take it into your journal. Start to play with this for yourself. 
And here's some guidelines that can support you in this process of designing that dream business. And the first one is very simply to design the business that suits you. This means designing a business that centers around your gifts, your skills, your strengths. Ultimately, what we're looking for is a business or a business model and services or products that will allow you to bring out the best of who you are. You have innate natural gifts and strengths, the way that your mind uniquely works, what you love, what you're gifted at just innately, things that you've developed in who you are. When you understand what those are, you start to look at your business differently because you're not looking for a cookie cutter approach. You're seeking the business model that suits and fits you best. So ask yourself, what do I absolutely excel at? Where are my strengths? Where are my talents? And then also ask yourself on the other side, what are my stress factors? So the things that typically stress me out. So a very simple example is that I love my one-on-one work, but I don't build my whole business around it. In fact, my one-on-one work is probably 25 to 30% of what I do time-wise. I don't spend all day, every day with one-on-one clients, although I absolutely adore my clients. I know for me that doesn't necessarily work. So I've taken that into consideration and I'm respecting and valuing myself enough to grow a business in that keeps me in my flow. So I figured out how much one-on-one I like to do. I also know that I love running programs. I like being with a group of people. Live is my favorite. And so I'll bring this into what I do. And so this is what I'm encouraging you to do is to work out what this looks like for you. Do you want to have one program that just sells around the clock and you never show up live? Or do you want to be there with your people every week? What do you want? So you start to carve it out so that it suits you. And it's so important. Don't just take the advice of a business mentor and try to fit yourself inside a box. Look for what works for you. Trust your intuition, trust your feelings and listen to your true self. Observe who you are and then set the business up that allows you to express that. So that is the first piece of guidance is to design the business that suits you. Number two is to get a mentor or a series of mentors and learn the ropes. Honestly, nobody does it alone. I don't know anyone who's successful in business, really accomplished in business, who hasn't had amazing mentors along the way and not just one, but probably several My mentors over the years helped me to go to six figures a year. In fact, one of my marketing mentors was literally the difference between me earning $40,000 a year and going to $100,000 and beyond. So this was, he was incredibly influential. I've also had mentors that taught me how to do keynote speaking, that trained me on how to sell from stage, how to deliver a pitch, how to package my services, how to manage money, how to build wealth. I have mentors uh, every day. There's not been a year of my life or a month of my life where I haven't leaned on a mentor in one way or another to help me with my dream business because it's not always easy. So please reach out, find the right mentor for the different parts of your business and for your business journey overall. The people that you can talk to that feel right, that get you, that can guide you on your path. And then finally, number three is to be persistent and patient. So, you know, in one of my recent episodes, I talked purely about the power of persistence and also patience and why and how it is that we need both of these in order to fulfill our vision. And this is highly applicable when it comes to business. You will probably have more ups and downs than you can possibly predict. Moments where you feel like you're winning and then moments where you feel like trepidation or anxiety and you're not quite sure what to do next. These can be fairly organic and natural on the business journey that you'll have these seeming uh, like perceptions of like that you're having these ups and downs. 
This will help you to move through it. Your vision of what you want to do and your willingness to be patient and persistent on the journey. This is what's going to help you most. I know you've heard the phrase, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. I know this to be true for myself. I also know this for many of my friends who have been in business or in their career path for a long time. They work for eight to 10 years and then they hit this massive breakthrough and then they're like expanding significantly doing what they love. So it does take time sometimes to figure out exactly who you are, what it is that you would love to do, but you just get into motion, take imperfect action and never give up on turning what you love into a living. So that is a wrap on designing a dream business on our episode bit of an introduction to this whole process of designing the profession that you love most. Definitely grab a pen and paper, even re-listen to this episode, pause it whenever you need to get into that process of designing what you love. Take the time to dream, look at other people's businesses, get some ideas, write down what you know, and then build on that. And then give yourself permission to try and test different things to figure out what your dream business is. And remember, your business is a vehicle for your purpose in life and growing a business where you can be yourself, earn infinite income, however much that is for you. This is one of the ultimate keys to creating your extraordinary life. I believe in you. If I can go from $2.16 in my bank account and being depressed to having an extraordinary business today and have had an amazing career for many years, then I know that you can too. I had to learn some business skills along the way. You will as well. But when you've learned those skills and you've expanded who you are, you will feel so in this essay in a deep sense, like a deep grounded sense of gratitude, a little bit of pride on who you are because of that growth and expansion. So pursue that path. Don't give up. You can absolutely do this. I believe in you. Go forth, design your dream business and then start to bring it to life. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life. I can't wait to share even more inspiration with you in our next episode. If you would love even more guidance to help you to create your extraordinary life, then be sure to follow me on other social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube and of course, Facebook so that I can share with you daily inspiration and tips and wisdom that is going to inspire you to live boldly in pursuit of your purpose. If you type me in as Emily Gower, G-O-W-O-R on any of these platforms, you will find me and I would love to hear from you. Even if you have some feedback and let me know which one of your podcast episodes was your favorite. I can't wait to connect with you again soon. See you in our next episode.